a little bit of gospel, a little bit of contemporary, and even a little bit of rock and roll. Now, this isn't the Donnie and Marie show. That'd be kind of cool, but this is Raven's Heart. And our guest tonight, Rosalie Hovenkamp, can perform in each of those genres that I just mentioned flawlessly. And we are back from a week off for Thanksgiving. And with me is Rosalie Hovenkamp. Rosalie, welcome to Raven's Heart. Thank you so much for having me. I'm glad to be here. It's exciting to have you. And I am really excited about this because we actually share a few things in common. The first thing that we share in common is we both live in the same state. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) The Palmetto State, the great state of South Carolina. You're up in Westminster, is it? Yes. Up and in that's the, in o- uh, Oconee County? Yes. Is that Clemson territory up there? It is. Yeah. Yep. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so if we wanted to start an online fight tonight, we can go, are you Carolina? I'm here in Columbia. <laughs> or are you a Clemson fan? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, we do have a poll that's running on YouTube and maybe our viewers and uh listeners can see it uh the question tonight is do you put your christmas tree up before or after thanksgiving rosalie when do you put your christmas tree up oh this year well we put it up before just to have the mess out of the house um but i had the kids decorate it um on thanksgiving night nice nice so that would be that would be a before so tonight go ahead and uh check out our poll and we'll check out the results as we close out this evening. But have you always been in South Carolina? Is this your home state or is this a place that you moved to? No, I moved here um, originally from Massachusetts and then I grew up in Florida and then I moved here to South Carolina about seven years ago. Okay. So what part of Massachusetts I have to ask? Fall River. Fall River. Area. Yeah. I had family that lived in East Orleans, Massachusetts, uh, around the Cape Cod area. Okay. Uh, so, yeah, yeah. Well, we have a lot in common, f- both <laughs> the same areas. I'm from Connecticut and moved down here many, many years ago. So you've been here for – what was it that brought you to South Carolina? I just uh, – well, we wanted to be in North Carolina, um, but we figured this would be like a stepping – uh, stone, but it's just kind of stayed. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're real close. You're real close to North Carolina. Yeah. Where you yeah, are we're just about an hour and a half away to snow if we want it. So it, exactly. it snows all around us, like like just up the road even. <laughs> well it is definitely beautiful up in that part of uh part of south carolina south carolina is a very big state very diverse you got the beaches down in the charleston area you've got the midlands and then you go up uh, you know up towards north carolina area you got the mountains and you can see snow sometimes in, in the greenville area that's up there something else that we have in common is we've both been on television now I was never on television like this with two black eyes, and we'll we'll save that story for later. I did get the turkey drumstick on Thanksgiving, though. <laughs> but um, you were on a show in the gospel choir called the Red Back Revival Sing Along. What 
what was that show? What is that show? That show is about the redback hymnal that is used in, in uh, for, with all the gospel songs. So, um, yeah, that I, I got involved in that. I was very blessed to be part of two seasons. Um, I had a solo feature in season one, episode nine, and then another uh, feature in the season two. And, uh, and we've branched off. There's a, a group of us, six of us that tour and we're called the Redback Rewind. And we do some television stuff with that too. So, okay. Okay. Yeah. And if people are interested, they can go check that out on YouTube. Can't they? Oh, yeah. There's some of those videos that are up there. Yeah. You can mm -hmm. see Rosalie perform and perform some of those solos on YouTube. And here's a question for you. Uh, we got a comment earlier today and the comment lines are open tonight. Do you know anybody from Maui? No. Okay. Well. I would love to be there, though. It's so cold here. <laughs> yeah, look at that. Um, we've got God the Son, Jesus Christ Hi. saves. Uh, yeah, hey, hey from Maui. Thank you for weighing in this afternoon. Hopefully you'll be catching this on the replay. I don't know what time it is in Maui right now. It's definitely not the time it is here in South Carolina. But uh Thank you for joining us and thank you for, for commenting. So how did that door open for you to be on this television program and where did it air? It aired in uh, Atlanta, Georgia on, um, on WATC. And it was just um, someone on Facebook that I had been corresponding with was like, Oh, um, I'm doing this television show. Would you join in with that? So I went and, and did it. I'm like, sure, why not? You know, sounds like fun. And I've always wanted to do something like that. So it, it's awesome how the doors can open through social media and through Facebook. There's so many things that are not good about social media and Facebook, but a door like that opening for you, the connections that were made and a lot of the connections that we make through Raven's Heart and through Lithos Cry are through social media and things like that. And you are like super mega talented and super busy you've done the your roots are in the gospel music uh you do you're a contemporary christian artist and you're also a worship leader at the trinity united methodist church in anderson south carolina i'm not going to ask you how you do all of that at the same time <laughs> that is a lot and there's some other projects you're working on too that we're going to talk about later yeah. but how did you find your calling in church music what drew you to that how did you get so involved in church music oh at a very young age uh 10 years old i joined the church choir with my mom and and our friends and i've been at it ever since played the organ at the age of 13, uh, led the youth choir with that and, and uh, youth services. And I've just been doing it my whole life. So, so from, from the very beginning, you, you got into church music. Mm -hmm. and, wow. But it's always learning. You know, I, I didn't really get into contemporary music until I moved to South Carolina. So that's pretty new for me. Really? Yeah. <laughs> what uh, what led you to that? I'm kind of curious because South Carolina is kind of considered a little bit of the Bible Belt where things are a little bit more traditional. So how did how did that happen? I know that. Well, um, a, a church that I first started playing at when I first moved here, they're like, oh, we, we, we really want to hear some contemporary stuff. And I was like, well, the only contemporary stuff I know is contemporary choral. <laughs> so I just started <laughs> listening to, you know, to the radio. And, and that's all I listened to for 
ever since. <laughs> so, <laughs> so that leads really to the $64,000 question of the evening, because there's always this tension between contemporary Christian music and traditional Christian music. You know, there are those that would say that, hey, anything that's contemporary Christian music is strange fire bring, being brought to the altar. It's got no place in church. We need to stick to the hymns. And then you've got people on the opposite end of the spectrum who are all about contemporary and don't pay any attention to the hymns. But I have to ask this question. How would you answer the person or respond to the person that says, no, contemporary Christian is not something that we should be doing as believers. We need to stick to the hymns. How would you respond to that? Well, I mean, what if the person will never listen to the traditional music? What if, you know, cause it's not their style. They, they're just not going to get into it. What if that's the only way that they hear the word of God, you know, and, and they it's can a get a lot from it. <laughs> Yeah, it's a different different language, isn't it? You're you're speaking to somebody and what they understand and what they comprehend. Mm -hmm. Interesting, interesting. Why do you think there's some well-meaning people? You know, they're believers, no question about it, but they just can't wrap their head around contemporary anything being new. Why do you think people have such difficulty with that? Well, it's it's a big part of who they are. You know, it's ingrained in them, and and that's respectable you know so yeah uh, yeah <laughs> definitely definitely yeah a lot of it a lot of it boils down to tradition uh, a lot mm -hmm. of people they just feel very comfortable in their tradition it's a comfort zone for them and i'm one of those guys i go you know i love the hymns i love gospel music and i love contemporary and as everybody knows i love the heavy stuff i've been to uh, Gaither vocal band concerts live, and I've been to uh, uh, Five Finger Death Punch <laughs> concerts <laughs> and had just as much fun at, uh, at both of them. So, you know, why do you think it's important for us to still pay attention to the hymns, the, the good old hymns? Oh, that's just, it's just timeless, you know, and, and I love the way that, that a lot of like the contemporary songs, they'll bring in those traditional hymns and they'll introduce the younger generation to it. But, but we have to keep the classics too, the way that they are, you yeah. know? Yeah. Some and of those are just, then they'll be like, Oh, I know this song. Cause I've heard it the traditional way. So yeah. Yeah. Some of those traditional songs are just, I, I get teary eyed with some, I won't, uh, well, I mean, anytime I hear uh, Martin Luther's A Mighty Fortress mm -hmm. is our God, it's just, you know, an amazing grace if it's done well. Oh, those are just, those are timeless classics that we cannot forget. We cannot forget where we came from is really yes. what it comes down to me. To me, in a lot of ways, it's like um, laying down those, those stones of remembrance. And just this year, uh, just a few weeks ago, you received an award. You were awarded the WVIU um, Contemporary Artist on the Rise. Yes, that was a big surprise for me. <laughs> yes. I regret I wasn't able to attend the awards all the way down Pensacola, and it just didn't work out for me to get there. But when I saw that email, I was like, there's no way. But I looked at the email, and I, was, I saw my name. I'm like, what? <laughs> and I was like, you know, and I got the same emotions, I think, that I would have if I was there. 
Yes. Hey, and uh, hey, our friend from Maui is back. Welcome uh, to the live stream tonight. Thank you for joining us all the way there in Maui. Uh, we have Rosalie Hovenkamp and our comment lines are open, as you can see, if you have any questions for Rosalie. What was it like for your family when you told them that you were going to be receiving this award? What was it like in your house? Oh, I think they were excited for me. Yeah. Yeah, it was, it was, it was neat. <laughs> <laughs> because you put a lot of time into what you do, a lot of sacrifice. It's not just you, but your entire family mm -hmm. is involved in behind what you're doing. And it's so cool that the Lord honored you through that. How has that award encouraged you to keep going and moving down the path that you're moving down? It has, because I was, I'm, I do music videos for other artists too. And I was thinking, well, I'm probably going to go that route, you know, but I love making music, creating music. And I'm hoping that this award will maybe open more eyes or, you know, get more ears <laughs> out yeah. there to listen and, and we'll see what happens. Yeah. So. Yeah. You definitely have a very unique gifting because you can go from the classic gospel and the hymns to the more contemporary. And as I was looking through your song catalog, trying to figure out and really see what would fit in with what we do here, I found a gem of a track. It's actually a song that you released a, a year ago, I think it was in 2022, mm -hmm. Intervene. And you actually did a alternative rock version of this song, which I was like, whoa, this is, this is pretty cool. Why did you choose to do an alternative rock version of a contemporary song? Actually, it was not me. I can't take credit for that. Um, okay. What happened was I I released this song Yeah, earlier this year. Actually, everything's just been within a span of one year. Um, it's just God. God's been <laughs> opening so many doors and opportunities. But yeah, so um, actually the original, the original demo that I had made did have the guitar and it was... Mm -hmm removed um when we did the first production and so this the first one was more meditative and then um dan dube he of afterlife um he contacted me and, and said that the, the song really touched his heart and he was envisioning you know what what he was wanting to do with it and he asked can i can i take this song and and add my guitars and stylings. I'm like, Oh yeah, sure. I'd love to hear what you got. And Oh man, it was exciting <laughs> to hear it. Did. So yeah. And it was that uh, is exciting. him and that William Fitzpatrick did the drums on the, the one that you're talking about. Okay. Yep. And, um, our friend from Maui, uh, God, uh, the son, Jesus Christ says, says YouTube is bad about sending notifications on time. Yeah, they are. I just want to make a comment on that real quick. The algorithm knows what we talk about here. We talk about Jesus and mm. uh, the algorithm is not necessarily Jesus friendly. So <laughs> we've yeah. been noticing over here uh, when we back in September, October, we were we were crushing some stuff. And then all of a sudden everything took a nosedive in the numbers and uh, we started to lose some subscribers which is unusual because not many people go in and unsubscribe from a YouTube channel. Yeah. I don't even know really how to do that. So it's, it's really kind of weird, but thank you for joining us. And Hey, please share this out with people because what it does is it helps Rosalie get her music out to more ears. That's, that's what we here at Lithos cry do. 
That's one of the things that we believe in doing is helping these artists get not just their music out, but the message behind the music. Cause there's so much more to the artist than just the song that comes out. And she does such wonderful music. And I'd like to share that track. It's the alternative rock version of intervene. And I want to talk about some of the lyrics in it when we get back, because it's very, to me, very, very profound. And this is intervene by Rosalie Hovenkamp.
Okay. Wow. I can see now why you were given the award contemporary oh. artist on the rise. Thank you. That song is absolutely beautiful for those that are now watching our, our eyeball numbers are going up because I guess the notifications have finally gone out from YouTube and it always happens when we start playing good music that uh, the eyeballs start, the uh, numbers start going up. Absolutely beautiful song. Why do you think the alternative rock sound or how do you think the alternative rock sound highlights the message of this song? Well, because it, it's more of a plea, <laughs> you know, like, like, I mean, you go through times where you're like, you want to hear some, you know, the music affects your mood and sometimes you want to calm down or sometimes you're just like, you know, you're, you're feeling it, but you need to let it out. And I think the, this version does it well. So. It's definitely a prayer. Uh, it's like a, a plea for a breakthrough to, to come into the situation. It's more urgent. And, yeah, that's a, good, that's a good way to put it. That's a really good way to put it. It's, it's urgent. I'm glad that our prayers, or well, really, our prayers should not be monotone. <laughs> <laughs> and all prayers do not need to be in King James either with these and thous in them. Mm -hmm. As a matter of fact, a couple of days ago when I was studying scripture, I looked up the word prayer. I've never done that before. Looked it up in Strong's Concordance in the Greek. And I was like, this is interesting because we all think we know what prayer is. And the Greek definition of prayer is an exchange of wishes. Hmm. That's Bible. That, that, that is what the Greek word means, an exchange of wishes. And really, to me, that just shows the interpersonal relationship that prayer is, where you're talking to God and he's speaking back to you. And hmm. I know that there's some who would contend with that <laughs> be like no that doesn't happen uh, we, we can talk about that at a later time but it's an exchange of wishes where yeah god does want to hear what your desires are yeah, he created you and he puts certain desires in you he wants to hear you verbalize that and he's going to share with you his desires as well that's what it means to go into the secret place some of the lyrics in this song as i was as we were talking about earlier are very very profound um what some of the verses are, I didn't know it, but you were forming me through the hard storms. You were shielding me. That really kind of hit me hard because I look back at my life and the things that I've been through. And in a lot of those situations, I did not know that God was using those for my good and using those to form me. What advice would you give to somebody who may be in the midst of a storm right now? who might be thinking about giving up or quitting the race that they're supposed to be running to help get that person to help encourage them to get to the finish line so that they can see the good that God's doing. What, what advice would you give them? Because I can sense by lyrics like that, that you've been through some storms and you've had that revelation. Yeah. And, and it's like, you just feel like there's only one way out, but, but you have to just keep praying and, and let him lead you and guide you out of it. And he will get you out of it. You just have to keep trusting. Have you found that oftentimes God leads you into the storm? Oh, yes. <laughs> yeah, this past year. <laughs> and, uh, 
Yeah, because I've always been a, a choir director my whole life. Well, you know, most of my life. And 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 there was I was going through some changes with that with the television uh, show, and and um, and someone else came into the picture to help me out to be an assistant, and and that's fine. And but I felt God's, you know, talk to me in my heart like this person needs to be here. I have a path for you, but I also have a path for this person. So just trust yeah. me. And it was hard to let go of what I've always been, you know. But I, I did, and uh, and he's just continuing to form me into something different. <laughs> wow. And uh, God, the Son, uh, Jesus Christ, who's really, um, thank you so much for the comments tonight. He gives a thumbs up to, to what you're saying there about that. Well, I find it funny. It's actually kind of humorous to me in a way, the account in Scripture of Jesus on the boat with the disciples in the storm when he was sleeping at the mm -hmm. bottom and they were all freaking out that they were going to die. And he was the one that led them into the storm. And then the next place they go is to the Gadarenes, and they're dealing with the demoniac and the Gadarenes. So they go from the storm to dealing with this guy that's a complete maniac demoniac. <laughs> it's just one thing after another. And I, I'm afraid that a lot of believers today would think that Oh my goodness, I must have done something wrong. God doesn't mm -hmm. like me today. Why is this happening to me? And there's Jesus just leading him through the storm. It's like, okay, now guys, we're going to go over here with this guy that's going to really freak you out, uh, that really no man can keep down because he's just loaded with demons. And we're going to go cast a few of those out. And then you know, we'll probably go have dinner after that or something like that. <laughs> but um, yeah, he does lead us into the storms. And it's really important what you just said. And I want to emphasize that for people just to hold on. And to keep running the race, don't quit. And I think that's why Paul so many times had to say, don't quit the race that's set before you. you know, you're surrounded with such a great cloud of witnesses. Run run for the prize. And sometimes it does feel like an Olympic event. I'm sure that you felt that way with the things that you've been through and the things that you do, because it is never easy for anybody who's been called to ministry. Mm -hmm. Right. Never easy. With you having your roots and the majority of your music being gospel, traditional gospel, and, and contemporary, how did people receive this alternative rock version of Intervene? What was the reaction to it? Um, uh, some people actually liked it. I, I, I don't really know. I haven't really heard any, any response <laughs> too much. <laughs> so. Well, I'll give you my response right now. I'll give you my response. I absolutely love it. And we have, uh, I'm going to give you another award tonight. This is not as, as top notch as the WVIU award, but we have our studio dog, Amy, and there she is with her headphones. Uh, she, you get the Amy paw of approval from Raven's heart. <laughs> Thank you, Amy. So, <laughs> so that is two, two awards this year uh, for you within, within the matter of a couple of weeks. And if you're watching and listening and you just heard that song intervene, we'd love to hear your comments on that song as well. So with you being so busy, you've decided to step through another door in your life and your ministry, and you're going to be doing voiceover work for a cartoon that's coming out in 2024, which is not that far away. 
Can you tell us about what can you tell us about this cartoon? What can you tell us about your voice, the character you're going to be voicing? <laughs> and what's what what are you walking into? <laughs> I know I am so excited about this. It is uh it's called Friendfish, and I actually have the mug here, Christmas mug, and and this right here is gonna be my character, and uh her name is Jellica, and she is a singing diva prima donna. <laughs> So I'm very excited to meet her and <laughs> and voice her <laughs> and, and she'll be singing. So yeah, it's it's gonna be a lot of fun. How did that door open up for you? Oh, I think I just clicked on Facebook at the right time. <laughs> but I've been friends with the the creator for a few years already, and I've been following and I've been seeing this cartoon, and I've I was like, oh, that's really neat, you know, but I never never once thought of voicing it and then i saw something about oh i'm looking for a, a girl to play to to do the voice i'm like well i can <laughs> i can sound younger you know and I've, I've and i sent over some clips of me doing mini mouse and uh, i did a elmo <laughs> so i do oh, like really i'm not gonna do it right now so completely oh. <laughs> maybe we'll post it on the on the comment or something <laughs> okay <laughs> but uh yeah i sent that he's like oh that's neat so and then uh yeah it's 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 another god thing right there too because intervene took me about 17 18 years to write that it was on my heart for all that time and and this friend fish has been in the same process for all those years too so and it's just now coming to fruition for him so that's yeah, it's really neat wow and um we've got a couple more comments here from our friend in maui they got a um grandbaby girl she's now just getting into the phase of watching stuff so friendfish oh. is going to be something that she needs to watch Yes. And he also likes the sound of Intervene. He says it sounds cool, the alternative yeah. rock version. Where are people going to be able to watch Friend and Fish? Do you know yet? Uh, so far on a platform called Sherwood, um, we're trying to get some others. So uh, we don't really have much information on that just yet. But well, they can follow can me on my website or actually Friend Fish on Facebook. We'll okay. Keep them updated. Yeah. Okay. If there's something that I'm learning tonight, it's the power and the value of Facebook used for the kingdom of God. Because mm -hmm. that's how your collaborations, that's how you wound up on TV in, yeah. <laughs> in the Gospel Choir in Atlanta. It's how you're doing voiceover work. I have to share a story that's really creepy, mm -hmm. but kind of funny at the same time. I've been doing this now for five years online, podcasting this way. I, I did another podcast in the early 2000s for the uh, the college that I worked for. And before that, I was on radio, WTMA down in Charleston. I was also on TV, like we talked about earlier. And I don't want to see those clothes that I wore. It was like late 90s stuff. <laughs> terrible, <laughs> terrible wardrobe. Um, but a couple of weeks ago, my friend Stacy Fannin from Revelation Resistance, he does a, a podcast as well, sent me a video on the worst places to live in North Carolina. And the voice was mine, but I never did it. Oh, <laughs> it was AI generated. So there is an AI me that's out there that's doing. Yeah, it's even the diction, the uh, just everything, the the phrasing. It was mm -hmm. really scary. It's like that is my voice, but I did not do that video. So yes. kind of weird. Yeah. yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, that's scary. <laughs> it is scary, but at the same time, it's it's kind of flattering. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of flattering. I mean, the the Ravens heart house. Who who would have thought? Now on Friendfish, if you ever have to add in add a character that has to say one phrase, and I'll, I'll do it in my cartoon voice. We, we got to work it in there. Boy, am I toasty. <laughs> 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 but I don't think there's any fish that get thirsty because they're in the water all the time. <laughs> Boy, am I thirsty. <laughs> you also just released um, some Christmas music. Yes. Um, three songs. I did a cover of Breath of Heaven, which is one of my favorites from Amy Grant. And then I wrote a song three years ago. Um, with my friends uh, Garrett Deering and Matt Crossan, and it's called Tiny Babe Mighty God. And um, that's more of a reflective song on Christmas. And then I released a more fun, upbeat, kind of rock type of Christmas song called Spread a Little Love. So I'm excited about that one too. And where can people go to get these to add their add them to their Christmas playlists? You can go anywhere that you stream your music, Spotify, iTunes, Apple, YouTube. So, yeah, all of it. Yeah, I, I, I really like your uh, version of Breath of Heaven. That is one of my favorite Christmas songs as well. Oh, so, so meditative is, is the way that I would describe it. It makes you really <laughs> think, just really makes you think about the season and, and what Jesus did. And it's very, very well done. And we got a comment here. I want to bring it up. It's from M.A., AI could be used to incriminate. Yeah, that is something that we're going to talk about probably on a, another live stream about AI. And it's a good thing and it's a bad thing. It's one of those things where it can be used for good and it can be used for, for evil and bad. Unfortunately, because we're fallen, everything that can be used for good, we turn it into something bad. Like tonight, we're talking about Facebook and Rosalie and all of these doors that have opened up for her using Facebook. She was able to be part of a gospel choir on television in Atlanta because of Facebook. She got this opportunity to do the voice work for Friendfish because of Facebook. Mm -hmm. There's a proper way to use, use things. From your perspective, for people that are social media shy, especially believers, how do you, you know, these doors have opened up for you through, through Facebook, through social media. How do you keep social media and perspective with your faith? I think that's a very important question to, to tackle tonight. Oh, I'm very uh, choosy over who I accept. A lot of times I'll just let people follow me, but um, I'm going to make sure that you're, you know, have your beliefs in, in Christ or whatever. And, and I, I just want a good circle of uh, faith, similar faith um, people. So, but so you're selective in what you as far as friends but i mean yeah. you also want to reach those that don't know christ of course so i don't know it's just facebook it's kind of I, I try to keep things restricted i guess is what i'm trying to say yeah so. yeah you, you're not free for all and then on facebook and right. it's yeah yeah very ministry very ministry oriented yeah, and very ministry yeah, similar um, people that are trying to accomplish the same things, build the kingdom of God. That's awesome. Yeah. 
That's awesome. That That's a very good perspective to have. And I'd like to encourage those that are watching tonight to use social media in its proper way, the way that God, that a way that would glorify God and build the kingdom. That's the key right there is building the kingdom. You know, as we were talking earlier and you were talking about everything moving so fast, the word acceleration just keep, you know, comes to the forefront of my mind, everything moving faster. And we're talking about the building of the kingdom of God. And I'm noticing this with a lot of people. There's a lot of acceleration that's going on in their lives. They were working on things for years and they were kind of hidden. And then all of a sudden, these things start moving faster and faster for them. And we were talking before tonight about the parable of the talents before we came online. And you are so busy doing so many things. And I really believe God's been blessing you with more because you've taken that one talent that he gave you when you were a child 10 years old, you you sowed it and you did something with it. And now you're seeing a return on that. So keep doing what you're doing. Thank you. And he's going to continue to to bless you. Continue to bless. And all of Rosalie's other tracks, you can find them on Spotify. You can find them on iTunes. You can find them on YouTube. Even go back and watch her with the uh, gospel choir. Um on on youtube as well great clips to see the talent the full talent that she has before we close out this evening is there anything else that you would like to share that maybe god's stirring in your heart with those that are that are in the audience oh just um whatever trials or tribulations that you're facing just you just you have to turn your life over completely <laughs> like it wasn't until i completely submitted like because i thought i was on a certain path you know always um like i said with the music ministry which thank god i still am because i sat in the parking lot for three hours and i was like god well i don't know what you're doing but please just continue to use me in music and i'm trusting you <laughs> so <laughs> you know yeah that was that was scary in a way but then it was also i felt like he was going to take care of me and uh yeah. There does come a point in a believer's life where you do think you have it all together and all of a sudden you realize what it is to fall in alignment and submit to the will of God. Because mm -hmm. what I thought I where I thought I was going was not where I was going. <laughs> you had something else in mind. So and look at what he's done now. You're a living testimony. Thank you. To me, you're a living testimony. Everybody knows Rosalie, even people that <laughs> that she may not know. I was getting comments earlier from other people that we've worked with here at Lithos Cry, and they're like, hey, say hi to Rosalie. It's like, oh, okay. And I, I want to give a shout out to God the Son, uh, Jesus Christ Saves from Maui tonight. He's been helping us out. He sh he's shared this live stream on Gab, and um, we will... Um, Click, they'll click over to YouTube. So there's probably more watching right now on Gab. Thank you for doing that. Thank you for helping get this out because we've got a wonderful woman of God here, a living testimony, talented. Really, those of you that are really wanting to do something for the Lord, she's an example to follow with what she's been doing in her life, with the faithfulness of what she's sewn in, with her gifting into her ministry. And God's just been, he's been returning it. He's been returning it. Rosalie, thank you so much. <laughs> Very nice to meet you. And nice to meet you as well. And little did I know until I started putting together the show notes that we live in the same state of <laughs> South Carolina. We're going to be back next week. 
Um, we've got, we're going to be talking about more of Christians getting involved in arts and entertainment. We're going to be focusing on that a little bit, why that's important. Uh, we've got somebody coming on that's producing another Christian television program as well for kids, which I think is very important in this time. Yes. Very important because it's our youth and they need to be taught the fundamentals. They need mm-hmm. to be brought up in in the faith. We need to train them up in the way that they should go. And if they're not, well, just take a look out your window and we see we see what happens when that doesn't happen. And then, oh boy, we got a big one. We were talking about my uh, friend Stacy Phantom from Revelation Resistance. He's going to be joining us uh, on the 14th, Thursday the 14th. Alyssa is coming back and we're going to be opening up another X-File edition. We're going to be talking about Bigfoot. Oh. <laughs> no, I am not Bigfoot. <laughs> so we're going to see if there's anything in Scripture that talks about Bigfoot or would give us a clue about that. So make sure to join us. And Rosalie, thank you so much. And have a Merry Christmas. And to everybody who is watching this evening in the audience until next week, peace out and rock on. Rosalie, just hold on and we'll do the after show. Lithoscry.com.